Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about airline pilot takes photo of UFO. That's correct. Airline pilot takes photo of UFO. Now, this first article comes to us from news.com, written by Richard Burkard, and the title says, Mystery UFO Caught on Camera in New York Airspace by Stun Pilot, who said it flew in random directions. Now, the author begins and says, an airline pilot claims he saw mysterious objects flying randomly at, at 32,000 feet during a recent flight. Knews.com is learning. Now, 32,000 feet, that's right in the general vicinity where you're going to find these uh, passenger airlines at. The claim comes secondhand through retired U.S. Navy pilot Ryan Graves. Of course, we all know Ryan Graves is a former Navy pilot who testified here recently at the congressional hearings. He's also the executive director of Americans for Safe Aerospace, and he testified at congressional hearings on UFOs this summer. Graves wrote on X, formerly known as Twitter, and we'll take a look at that in a minute, Friday, August 18th, about a report he received from a captain on a major U.S. carrier about a flight from Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, to New York during the last week of July. The captain called out a visual on traffic that was excessively bright and looked like about 80 miles range and then disappeared visually one hour into the flight. Now, we'll have a, a link to the article here at Buy Me a Coffee. And you can see the picture here. It says the, a UFO snapped during a flight from Santiago, Domingo to New York, and then has a credit to Twitter. And he's got this thing circled. It looks like a bright light right in the cluster of a lot of bright lights. It says the captain called out a visual on traffic that was excessively bright and looked like about 80 miles range and then disappeared visually one hour into the flight. Graves wrote, minutes later, the captain saw two objects, round in shape, one lighted, and one not flying in a formation just above the horizon, Grace added. The objects glowed as bright as a star for several seconds, then go dark for several minutes before lighting again, the captain claimed. Now, this is some of this same behavior we hear people talk about when they view these orbs all the time, is they'll, they'll be shining excessively bright, and then they'll fade out and then they'll come back, and then they'll fade out. Now, whether this is something to do um, just with the weather, that, how they operate, or that they're trying to communicate somehow, who knows? It goes on, it says, this went on for the remaining two to two and a half hours of my flight to John F. Kennedy International Airport, Graves wrote. He's quoting this guy. Got another picture here of these things streaking across the sky. Now, apparently the streak is what's left from this motion uh, in the photograph, it says a streaking UFO snap during a flight from Santo, from Santo Domingo to New York. Wow. I would take a, take a look at these. Like I said, you can go to Twitter, follow me there, uh, warning, at warning sub UFO, or go to buy me a coffee uh, when people support their program over there, and you can link to these articles and see these pictures. They're really something. The captain recorded seven minutes of video on his smartphone, 
which Graves posted on his X feed. The captain also took 30 photos. Stars are pins of light, but the UFOs are streaks of light because they are moving, the captain told Graves. So you can see these streaks in the background. I don't know, I'm looking at one, two, three, four, maybe five, six of them. And then you can see some very faint little pins of light, but it's almost like a swarm of UFOs. The captain concluded the objects were out of the atmosphere when his jet began to descend for landing. So he's seen these things, but he's seen that they're up in the air, apparently. Graves said he removed audio from the captain's recording for the privacy of the air crew. A news review of flight schedules between Santo Domingo and JFK indicates the captain works either for Delta Airlines or JetBlue. Commercial pilots have been recording sightings, Graves wrote separately. With their permission, I'll begin to share. Well, that's a pretty cool way to do things. Hats off to him. News reported in July on Graves' testimony about UFOs before the House Oversight Committee. He said at the time that sightings by commercial planes are not rare or isolated incidents. Graves reported on X that more pilots have come to him since then. News also reported in April on the playing of two mysterious videos for a Senate subcommittee by the military's All-Domain Anomaly Research Resolution Office. Critics of the AARO say it has yet to fulfill a requirement under last year's Defense Spending Act that it set up a means for the public to report UFO sightings. Yeah, imagine that. So they give them all this money, they tell them to do the job, and still haven't seemed to got it done yet. But they do find time to go uh, online and try to deperson people who complain about it. One Christian pastor indicated in recent days that the sightings really are the work of demons. During a service monitored by news, Nathan Willoughby told an Evansville, Indiana congregation that satanic signs and wonders are possible based on the biblical books of Jude and Revelation. Well, that's true uh, if you read the Bible. It's also talks in the Bible about angels coming back and forth. Remember uh, Jacob's ladder when he saw the angels uh, going uh, up and down the ladder uh, to, from heaven to earth back and forth. So, you know, this is another thing. It begs the question, are these things extraterrestrial? Are they interdimensional? Are they some kind of spiritual beings? I mean, just how do we know? Uh, right now, we're just trying to watch and observe. We don't know for sure what these things are. There could be a variety of different things all coexisting within the same space, within the same dimension. Now, if we go to Ryan Graves, it's and the uh, account on Twitter is at Uncertain Vector. That's at Uncertain Vector, and you can get there. Just go to Twitter. Like I said, while you're there, go ahead and give me a follow. Ryan says, uh, "Quote: I am a major U.S. carrier A320/321 captain. The following sighting occurred during one of my flights recently. Since I have shared my story, several other major U.S. carrier pilots have reached out to me." and shared their similar experience, experiences, including sharing their video recordings of these objects from the flight levels, all seen at the base of the Big Dipper. Then it goes on, it says, Last week of July, 2023, I departed Santo Domingo DR at 2305, destined for New York City, JFK. My route of flight was L-453 in New York Oceanic Airspace, non-radar, hundreds of miles offshore. At approximately one hour into the flight, as we were approaching the southern boundary of the New York Oceanic airspace, and at 32,000 feet, 
I called out a visual on traffic that was excessively bright and looked like about 80 mile range and then disappeared visually. I never saw the traffic on TCAS. Then a few minutes later I saw two objects, round in shape, one lighted and one not flying in formation just above the horizon at a range I guessed of 120 to 200 nautical miles. The object or objects would illuminate to be as bright as a star for several seconds, then go back for a few minutes only to illuminate again. The brightness would vary from bright to very bright to dark. The color of the lighted object was light. There was a second object you can clearly see in the photos that would follow the illuminated object, but it would not illuminate itself. Except for the 310 to 330 second point in my video, I think you can see the second object illuminate. This went on for the remaining two to two and a half hours of my flight to New York on L-453 in the oceanic airspace. After reviewing the photos, I think the objects might have been a bit further away, but distance is very difficult to gauge at night. I have the brand new Samsung S23 phone, which has the best camera on the market for a cell phone, and I started recording this object in video. I have a great seven minute video of it appearing and disappearing while I was talking to the other airliners on 123.45 VH about it. You can hear that conversation in the video. Another airliner approximately 400 nautical miles ahead of us at 36,000 feet stated they saw the same thing. So we have multiple witnesses of this UFO, UFO formation, swarm, whatever you want to call it, at 36,000 feet. I also took about 30 photos of these objects in night mode on the phone, and they came out really good. And one of them, you can actually see the lighted object and the unlit object very clearly is round and metallic objects. All of the photos were taken with some sort of long exposure setting to be able to get as much light as possible to the sensor. You will be able to see in the long exposure photos the stars are pins of light, but the UFOs are streaks of light because they are moving. It is actually amazing. All of this happened over about a two and a half hour flight and continued for the entirety of our flight. The flight seemed to be on or just above the horizon until we got closer to, the, to our destination of New York. Just prior to beginning our descent, the objects appeared much higher in the sky, 80 to 90 degrees above the horizon, much further away, actually out of the atmosphere. So it sounds like these things were actually within the same uh, altitude as the jet pilots were to begin with. And then as they landed, these things maintained a higher, a higher degree of altitude and then went off into uh, space, basically out of the atmosphere. That is so strange. And he's got a pretty good, he's got a pretty good video on here. You can just see this UFO, this bright uh, light moving across the sky. You can imagine how hard it'd be to photograph this thing because uh, you're up in the air, it's pitch black, and he's trying to photograph this thing with a cell phone camera, and he's doing his very best. Clearly, as you watch this video, you can see something moving here. You know, there's just no doubt about it. If you go to that Twitter, if you go to my Twitter account, I have I've reposted it there. So if you just go to at uh, warning sub UFO, uh, you can you can watch this video. It's a seven and a half minute video. It's really just just puzzling to watch this thing just just hovering out there. Wow. 
And then he's got some more pictures in a second post. And he explains that he removed the audio from um, the video for uh, privacy reasons, which I can totally understand that. He doesn't want anybody to get caught up in this thing. But there are, he's got, uh, looks like Graves has posted four really good pictures. This thing clearly looks to be metallic. And the one, it's almost like a, looks almost like a lunar lander or something to me. And then the other ones you see, they, they're just these white orbs just uh, darting around. Uh, some of these pictures, they appear to be like, there's a lot of them, maybe, maybe a half a dozen, or I count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight that I can see clearly. And maybe more in the background where they're just darting around. You can tell it must be at high speed because of the, of the light trail leaving behind. And then he's got a pretty good picture here or there's a bunch of them that are just just suspended there. They're orbs. You can tell they're not they're not the same thing as stars and really really bright. Just it's almost just above the cloud uh, the cloud cover. Really neat stuff. Wow. I think what Graves is doing is great because he's really allowing uh, an avenue for uh, for people to to post their stuff at so here we have Ryan Graves, a former Navy pilot who testified before Congress, jeopardizing his own reputation and career and everything else, I suppose, even though he's retired now. But the guy had the courage to stand up there and say what he saw and talks about the fact that lots and lots of people have seen UFOs and it's time to talk about it. And he, he's developed this new nonprofit and, and it's starting to bear fruit, apparently. And we've got this pilot uh, on his way from uh, San Domingo, uh, on his way from what the DR to uh, New York or whatever, he sees this UFO and not only does he see it, this swarm of UFOs actually, not only does he see it, but he photographs it with his with his handy dandy um, Samsung S23. And some pretty good pictures actually. Now hopefully this guy will come out at some point and we can actually see him a person, put a name with it and have, a, have an audio verbal account. Right now Graves has the audio shut down on the video because uh, privacy concerns for other people involved, and I can appreciate that. I want to contrast that with what's going on the, on the other side of the aisle, and the people that are trying to uh, make excuses for the debunkers and the deep state, and the people that really don't seem to be concerned about the truth getting out there. And we have to call these people out because they suck so much uh, air out of the room as it is. And of course, one of them is Tom DeLong. I found this article on loudwire.com. It's a puff piece, really, for Tom, but we're going to read it anyway. It title says, Blink-182's Tom DeLong Defends Government's Withholding of UFO Information, written by Laura Schaffner, published August 16th, 2023. It's just a couple days ago. So Tom, he's out there on the road again, you know, playing his songs, whatever. And uh, he tells us that he's got to see all this cool stuff, but, you know, you're not ready for it. Well, the article begins, it says, a few weeks ago, a whistleblower testified in court that the U.S. government has non-human biologics that were recovered from an alleged aircraft from an alleged aircraft crash. I think what she means is spaceship, spaceship crash. Blink-182's Tom DeLong rejoiced at the news that he was right about aliens being real, but he's also since defended the government for withholding UFO information from the public in the first place. DeLong has been involved in studying UFOs for several years now. Having founded the research company To The Stars Incorporated in 2015, which became To The Stars Academy of Arts and Science two years later. Now that's a whole 
in my opinion, very shady, sketchy thing going on there. There was some kind of stock offering or something. I don't know. That didn't happen. Did happen. I don't know. You tell me. I haven't seen any activity in that website for a while. So what's going on with To the Stars of Arts and Science? I, I have no idea. The organization captured footage of UFOs that was initially published by the New York Times and then the U.S. Well, captured might be a good word if, you know, if captured involves a scenario of a then current deep state employee passing off in a brown paper bag a video to a former deep state employee, which used a media personality at the New York Times to turn over that video to Tom DeLong, who then splashed a giant hideous watermark of To the Stars Academy of Science on said video, putting that video on YouTube and getting millions of views and thus millions of clicks of free advertising. I guess you could call that captured. During the recent hearing by the House Oversight Committee, allegedly, during the recent hearing held by the House Oversight Committee, where the whistleblower claimed that our government has possession of non-human remains, DeLong and To the Stars Academy were mentioned in a testimony by a former commanding officer of the U.S. Navy. It was this organization that pressed the issue with leading industry experts and USG officials working with Leslie Keene, I believe, doesn't she work for the New York Times? Ralph Blumenthal and Helen Cooper to publish the articles in the New York Times, there we go, December 2017, admitting the USG was looking at UAPs and removed the stigma of the UFO topic, which led to us being here today, the officer said. You're giving a lot of credit to Tom, man. I mean, people have been asking questions uh, about UFOs before Tom DeLong ever came along. I got to tell you, those articles opened a door for the government and the public that cannot be closed. It has led to an interest from our elected officials who are not focused on little green men, but on figuring out what these craft are and where they are from, the technology they possess and how do they operate. It has also led to the Whistleblower Protection Act and the recent NDAA, which brings us to today. To a new post on social media, DeLong expressed his sentiments about the government officials who work with UFO cases. Like most people, when you go down the rabbit hole, I too was ignorant. People in government working in the real UFO... Okay, this is Tom. This is really getting deep here, man. Like most, when you go down the rabbit hole, I too was ignorant. People in government working the real UFO problem are patriots morally sound and doing the best they can, he wrote. Some made errors, worked in an ambiguous lack of oversight, but what we, but what would we each do if we were burdened with this, he pondered. Well, Tom, we certainly wouldn't just hide all the metamaterial, would we? We certainly wouldn't just keep it from our fellow man if we knew there was some terrible thing involved with this, like you told us there was, like when you said that you saw things that you couldn't talk about, but you couldn't sleep for three days. I think we all have a right to know, don't we? We maybe are not going down a rabbit hole, but maybe a hell hole. And ignorance is not bliss. Someone replied to his post arguing that the truth shouldn't be considered a burden and that it should be shared because it belongs to all of us. Oh, yes, amen to that. I agree, DeLong responded, but like any other emergency, oh, there's the but. Leadership needs to figure out what the hell is going on before they run out and say something that is wrong 
or they don't have a plan to deal with it. That's my take, but I do agree, and others agree, now is that time. What kind of nonsense is that, Tom? That leadership, that you do agree that the, the truth should be shared to all of us, but leadership has to come up with a plan first? You know, more nonsense, more double talk. Like most, when you go down the rabbit hole, I too was ignorant. He says, people in the government working the real UFO problem are patriots, morally sound and doing the best they can. Really, Tom? Has Tom talked to every single one of these guys? Has he talked to him about wet weather? Has he talked to him about the depersoning of so many people who simply share their experience and had their lives ruined by government agents and agencies because they dared to talk about this stuff? Okay. So... I'm a little troubled to see that they have this unnamed person from the committee praising Tom DeLong. I'm, and at the same time, we have these people asking us to crowdsource UFO sightings, experiences, and whatnot. And I think that Graves is doing some good work here. I'm hoping he's not going to be tied up with Tom on this thing and be sullied by some of the nonsense that he's been spouting. But you can see this is clearly a puff piece. There's not one bit of criticism of the Two of the Stars Academy of Arts and Science, uh, you know, where the money went for all that, how the material that he posted on his YouTube site was acquired. Uh, just appeal to authority, appeal to uh, UFO celebrities and authority figures, more of the same, blah, blah, blah. And, and oh, by the way, you can click on here to get your Blink-182 ticket for, for as low as 37.20. On the other hand, we have Ryan Graves who's at least doing something, and we're starting to see some of that come through with this pilot who is in his, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's uh, flying this jet from, uh, what, the Dominican Republic up to New York, and he sees this swarm of UFO, so he gets his camera out and starts taking pictures. And they post those pictures right on Twitter. And I'm not seeing a watermark on him anywhere. But I'm able to read this guy's testimony about what he saw. A reliable witness an airplane an airline pilot you know he's got a couple hundred people in that aluminum tube flying through the sky and he says this is what I saw and that's where we're gonna get disclosure at we're gonna get disclosure through things like what Graves is doing here where people can uh, send in their pictures to this clearinghouse and we can all look at them we're not gonna get disclosure to people like Tom DeLong who are going to uh, capture what may or may not be uh, classified material, I guess it's classified till they have it, then it's no longer, no longer classified. Post that online, monetize it, and then tell us how we need to wait for Big Brother to tell us when it's time to see the UFOs. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over now.